Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome back for another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And this week it's crisis versus opportunity, or maybe meets opportunity, depending on your philosophical bent. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, crisis or opportunity kind of guy? Half empty, half full? Yeah, I'm probably always the, the half full type of guy. I'm looking for okay. the opportunity. All right. You know? Very good. Which is great for what you do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> looking for Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to you prepare, you know, plan for the best, prepare for the worst is, you know, kind of my, my uh, motto. Yeah, so, exactly. And, and I mean, I think that's a good way to go about doing things for sure a yeah. lot of times. So what I've done for this week, Phil, is I got a couple of big, I suppose, retirement moments okay. or maybe, well, maybe not even just retirement, pre-retiree, maybe 50 and up. I mean, I'm, I'm 50 this year. Sure. Uh, a lot of our listening audience for our podcast is in that same boat, 50 and up. So sure. uh, we've got some younger as well, but for the most part, just generalizing. So I've got a couple of moments where people, these things are going to happen to most of us or, or can at some point. At in some life. point, yeah. And so how do, you, how do you view it and how do you handle it? How do you treat it? Is it a crisis or is it a possible opportunity? Okay. Sure. All, All right. right so let's go. I'll let you do your thing because you've got low these many years of experience in dealing with some of these scenarios. So I figured you're a pretty good person to bounce these off of. So the emptiness syndrome. Now, uh, my wife and I, like I said, I, I'm turning 50 here soon, but my daughter's been out of the house for a couple of years. She mm-hmm. went off to college. Uh, she did uh, two years and in, in, uh, got her degree because she did two years of community uh, college where she got, or no, I'm sorry. It was the, uh, what are the thing? Early college where she was when she was in high school, oh, with, when she was in high school, in okay, high school so, she was yeah. actually getting her college credits, but it was being taken at the community college. So she graduated there with an associate's degree. And then she went on to a regular university and did two more years and got her bachelor's. Okay. Uh, and then she joined right. the Navy. So she's been out of the house for probably about five years now. Uh, four or five years now. And so I'm in an empty nester since my, really since my mid forties. And so my wife and I, she was worried that she was going to be one of those, you know, very upset. And what am I going to do? And we actually really, really, really enjoy the empty nest thing. Mm -hmm. And so it's allowed us to start doing things to our home, to upgrade it and get things together, ready for retirement. We've been able to start saving a little bit more. So to me, that seems like an opportunity for a lot of folks, but many view it as a crisis. Yeah. And I mean, it brings up an interesting point because there's, I mean, there's always two aspects to anything that happens in your life, the financial aspect and the emotional aspect. And, sure. Yeah. You know, a lot of times that emotional aspect drives what happens financially, but I mean, this right. is, this is one of those that from a financial aspect, it, it probably is a great opportunity. You know, I mean, most people that, you know, if they're, especially if you're putting your, your kids through college or helping them, not paying for all of it, maybe, but helping them right. at least. You know, you're funding a lot of your current resources towards that, trying to, to get them kind of a leg up as they start into their career. Mm-hmm. But then that empty nester time, now you can refocus that money and, you know, hopefully you start kind of catching up on your retirement. Right. I mean, there's all sorts of provisions out there that are what they call catch up provisions that ironically, most of them start at 50 or 55 in that range, Yep. you know, where they're, they're designed to help those that maybe hadn't put as much away early on to catch up, you know, put a little extra away each year. Yeah. Um, but from an emotional standpoint, yeah, it might be a little bit of a roller coaster. I mean, especially, 
um, if you had a really close relationship with your kids and they're going away to school, um, right. some distance away. So it makes it difficult. So, well, if you think about a couple of points on that, so <laughs> from a joking standpoint, just the fact that they're not eating you out of house and home, <laughs> that's, well, that's saving, a big one, saving some money right there for sure. But yep. you know, maybe on the emotional component, Phil, it might also be look at it as an opportunity for you and the significant other, the spouse or whatever, to right. also start to reconnect and oh, rebuild yeah your relationship because as we all know raising kids sometimes things get strained and and things we don't get all the time to necessarily be uh, yep. the couple we, we might have wanted to be so once you become an empty nester maybe some of that time comes back yeah it does and that, that that's a great point because it helps kind of start to bridge that gap to bring you back to retirement because because you're going to be together at, a lot at retirement you're together a lot you know, and that, that's a big adjustment for some clients where, yeah. you know, they enter retirement and all of a sudden it's 24 hours a day, you know, so you got to have still some hobbies and things that maybe you can do your own thing. Yep. But yeah, so this empty nest time frame is, is a, a way to start, like you said, refocusing on each other, yep. you know, so your time away from work now, there's not, and we'll call it the distraction, but the, you know, the obligations and things that, you know, right. you need to, to do when you're a parent and your kids are, especially if they're in sports and other activities, I mean, mm -hmm. you're running like crazy, you know? Yeah. So there's not a lot of, of time for you and your spouse. Let's, let's mm -hmm. go to the next one, Phil, uh, market crashes. Okay. I said, this is going to affect most people. Empty nesters yep. will affect most people. If you have children, uh, market crashes will affect pretty much everybody. If you invest in the, in the market of any okay. kind, you're going to see these things happen and crisis or opportunity. It, I mean, it's what markets do. They, they ebb and flow and you, you are going to see at some point a correction. Um, it it kind of depends on, on how your things, how, how your retirement structured. Uh, personally, I view it more as an opportunity. Right. Um, we understand that it's going to happen. It's not, it's not a matter of if it's just when. Right. Right. So, and we've talked a lot about um, in the podcast about how we bucketize money. So mm -hmm. our soon bucket, that's the money we're spending, you know, over the next 10 to 11 years, you want to have that structured so that when that market correction happens, you're not worried about that day-to-day -day money that you're, you need right. to live on. That'll affect your long-term bucket. Right. That's going to be the later bucket. That's great. It, it's going to, not great. It's going to happen. Right. Right. You know, so, so you've you got to have some strategies that. to hedge against that, but you have time, Yeah. you know, and to kind of put a different twist on it from an opportunity standpoint, especially if you're doing Roth conversions, which many of our clients are, that's a huge opportunity, yeah. you know, so we can convert, you know, if our target is 50,000 a year conversions and all of a sudden the, the portfolio is down 10%, right. we can convert that much more in shares at the same dollar amount yeah. so that when that recovers in a Roth, now it's all tax-free money, you know, Great so point. you've got to understand number one, it's going to happen. It's, mm -hmm. it's not, you know, if it's when be prepared for it. Um, doesn't mean everything needs to be too conservative, but right. view it as an opportunity, you know, especially if you're doing Roth conversions, you know, unfortunately I've talked to clients with this view that, okay, well, yeah, the, the kids are out now it's empty nester. Now I got to start putting as much as I can and I'm going to have to just bet it all. Let's go, you know, put it in right. the market and run with it. I've got five years till I'm going to retire. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> it may work really good. It may not work well at all, you be know, prepared, so you've got to right. be really yeah. careful. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. So this next one here, when we're talking about crisis versus opportunity, I said these are going to affect just about everybody. Um, Long-term care. Now, 
yep. big one with this is most of us go, no, no, no long-term care, right? You know, yep. it's not going to affect me. It won't happen to me. Well, it's two out of every three people, seven out of every 10, however yep. you want to look at it. You famous know, last words. <laughs> famous last words. And with that comes price and hikes, you know, rate, rate, rate hikes. Yep. It's costly. We know it's costly. This one might be harder to find opportunity, Phil. Can you sh shine some light there maybe? Or is it crisis? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that there's really any opportunity in this other than it, it's, you know, back to having a, a plan. Is it the opportunity just to do something? So right. I mean, that, that's your opportunity is more planning for it up front. Okay. You know? And it's a discussion to have, you know, buying long-term care insurance, is it right for absolutely everyone? Mm -hmm. it, it really depends on your financial situation. It, it you know, you don't want to be insurance poor, you know, right. and, you know, not have a, a retirement budget that you can enjoy right. because you're planning for, oh, but, you know, seven out of 10 and it's a, and it's a high probability it is that high it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, so I'm not saying ignore it, but I'm just saying, understand it. It comes back to, again, the, the plan, know the risk. You know, we, in our scenario, when we're running mm -hmm. the, the plans for clients, we do a financial plan as though they're going to live for, you know, through full life expectancy and, and just pass away in their sleep, so to speak. Right. You know, so we always looked at it, what we call a stress test of, okay, well, that's great. But what if one of you needs, and then we actually look at both spouses need care kind of in a traditional fashion in the last five years of your life, you know, what happens? Yeah. So in the biggest risk, frankly, with long-term care is for the surviving spouse. Yeah. So. And that's what often goes overlooked yep. is we put it off. We put it off because we do view it as a crisis and yep. then we don't do anything about it. Something does happen to one of us and it depletes everything we've got and it leaves the other one now in an actual real crisis. Yes. Yeah. Now they're, they're destitute. They've spent everything, you know, or a big portion of it to provide yeah. care because you don't want to not provide the care, Yeah. you yeah. know, but now you're the surviving spouse that do you have enough to make it through the, the balance of your retirement? Well, I suppose we could look at it this way. We have the opportunity to talk about it, maybe do something about it, see if we need to get some coverage before it becomes too late, because then obviously getting coverage after the fact, and, yes. you know, we, we all know how that goes with insurance. So, and that's, so, yeah, exactly. That's the thing that, especially with long-term care is you can't wait too long, Yeah, you know, because if, if you think you need care or need the insurance, it's probably too right. late. Yeah. You can't get flood insurance after, you know, after the yeah. flooded. You can't call them from the raft and say, Hey, can I get that flood insurance? Exactly. Getting laid off. Now yep. COVID in 2020 certainly showed us that even some industries or people thought that was not even close to being possible, you know, yep. it's possible. So when you're talking crisis versus opportunity, but let's, let's focus it back more again on retirees or pre-retirees mm -hmm. as you're getting closer to it. To me, this could be an opportunity to say, you know what, maybe it is time to walk away. Maybe getting laid yep. off was not the worst case scenario if I have a plan and if that plan says you're in good shape. Yeah. And I mean, I've had several clients that have gone through this, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, kind of depends on how you want to look at it. For most of them, it, it was actually an opportunity, you know, because we had, we had already done the planning ahead and maybe they weren't planning on retiring now, you know, maybe it was in a year or two down the road, right? but sometimes the opportunity that's come out of it is that their company now provides them with some kind of a severance package that helps bridge that gap a little bit, Okay, you know, and 
so between that and, and maybe you've got to tweak the plan a little bit, maybe you can't spend quite as much or, you know, it comes down to, to understanding pros and cons and, you know, how do I make it work? Right. Um, but yeah, so I don't, opportunity would be more, I mean, if you're closer to retirement, I, <laughs> I've had several clients that they, they hang out thinking, okay, well, I know of the company that, you know, they've got this, they offer these, these buyouts. So I'm going right. to hang out and another six months, I'm just waiting another six months. Maybe they'll offer one. Finally, they just <laughs> give up. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it, it so. comes across as a crisis first thing. No one, no one likes to get right. laid off. No one likes to get fired. Uh, it definitely right. puts an immediate panic on you. Uh, but again, depending on the stage of life you're in, you may find opportunity in there. You may be able to look for this and all of these, that's kind of the point of today's show is try right. to look for a silver lining because if they're going to happen, you know, yes, for a day or two, maybe even a couple of days, you know, you mm -hmm. can have that kind of defeatist mode, but at some point we got to pick ourselves up, turn the corner and start looking for the silver lining in it. And if right. you're closer to retirement, getting laid off could be an opportunity to go ahead and, and go into early retirement. I, I've talked about my brother many times on the show. He's there now. He's 63. He's being laid off. The company is, is closing up shop. And so he, he was at that window. He's like, and he's come to the decision now. He's like, you know what? I didn't want to turn it on at 62. My plan called for me to wait till 66, mm -hmm. but with a little look and a couple of little tweaks here, picking up a part-time thing that he's been looking yep. at doing, he can now kind of go ahead and just decide to do part-time versus full-time. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, again, coming back to having that plan and understanding it, it doesn't, it's not rigid. Yeah. You know, his scenario, so it said 66. Sorry, you can't turn it on until 66. Right. No, that's not the case. Things change. We're going to look at it and see, does it make sense? We've done that with several clients where, yeah, yeah the plan called for delaying till 70. It made sense financially. Everything worked out, but things change. So let's things readjust change. the plan. Yeah. You know, to me, another point in all of these is the danger in crisis is making an emotional quick decision, you know? Great None point. of these might be fun or easy things to go through, but don't jump into some decision emotionally that potentially might have a detrimental long-term effect. Great point. And of course, the brain maybe step back. So yeah, I was, I'm sorry to say, you know, maybe that's how they become more crisis more right. times than not. That's absolutely where a lot of crisis happens. Is it's a bad scenario? Absolutely. Sure. Just step back kind of try to disconnect the emotion from it as much as you can to understand pros and cons now of the decision. Yeah. You know, that's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, it, it you know, like anything as, as humans, a lot of times it comes down to our mindset. Uh, right. We can, we can just about get through anything. Well, we can really get through anything and we've proven it time and again, if we right. just find the right mindset. Yep. Great point. Which is not easy to do, but not easy. No, no, absolutely not easy. To as do. you and I talk today, it's easy to have that discussion, but when you're in the middle of it, it's tough. Right. Yeah, so. no, very much is. So crisis. Well, you know what? And this is an opportunity for a shameless plug because when you're in the middle of it, if you have a resource uh, yep. to bounce things off of, yep. then it might help you not necessarily stay in crisis mode. So, right. you know, you've got your spouse, sure, but they're also pretty emotionally tied to that same, mm -hmm. even if it's not them being laid off, for an example, they're still pretty emotionally tied to the panic, initial panic moment of it. But having right. someone like yourself, Phil, or an advisor in your corner that you can then call up, ring up and say, hey, this just happened. What can we do? You've got a little bit of a detached emotional perspective. Right. 
yeah, we can bring some, I don't want to say reason, but some kind of the facts, so to speak to it, you know? And and, I mean, I've unfortunately, fortunately, depends on how you want to look at it, been through a lot of these scenarios with clients that we've done the planning and they get laid off, you know, and it was really early five years before they planned on it. Now what? Well, let's look at your plan. What's the buyout? What, you know, how does this work? Can you, you know, how do we bridge that gap? Yeah. You know, so there are all these different scenarios. It's, it's that if you, if you have a plan you're following and somebody you're working with on it, that would be after, you know, you, you, the first initial kind of it happened. Now what? Make sure you talk to your advisor to, to bring their input in. Not this, they're, they're not making the decision. It's still right. your decision. It's not that a sounding board. Yeah. It's a sounding board. To, here's the pros and cons. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sorry that happened. That's terrible. But that's why we do the planning. Yeah. Let's We've see what we can do now a, to make it work. Option right. B, option C, you know, whatever that looks like. All right. Well, that's going to do it this week. So crisis versus opportunity, glass half empty, half full. Which one are you? Uh, and do you have a plan in place to help you deal with the crisis to help maybe look for the opportunity? So if you right. need a little help with that, as always, reach out to Phil. Give him a jingle at 248 That's on the screen as well. Or if you're listening to us, then of course, you can just call 248-888-7530. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, YouTube, whatever the case is. You can get new episodes as they come out, check out past episodes, and you can find all of that information at philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. Phil, my friend, have a great week. Enjoy yourself. I know tax season is uh, your thoroughly we're, in we're in full swing yeah we're on the home stretch here so there you go so uh continue to you know good luck with all that good stuff and i know you've got uh, your hands full so we'll talk again soon in april here on phil's tax hacks and other retirement facts investment advisory services offered through afs wealth management the content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.